where the end of Simen Shin Zayin will be doing Sif Beis, as well as the Psicha to Simen Shin Ches. Kol Shvus Durabonon, Mutter Bein Hashmoshos L'Tzorach Mitzvah, you're allowed to, to do any Shvus Durabonon Bein Hashmoshos L'Tzorach Mitzvah, Kagon, Loma Le'in Yehudi Ladek Loner Bein Hashmoshos, to ask a non-Jew to turn on the fire, to light a candle, we're talking about um, Amir Oliakum, which is a shvus. Oh, or he wasn't able to meiser before, and he wants to meiser. So lemaisa, the iser of meisering is an iser drabanan. It's a tikkun mona drabanan. But all of this is only if he was torud, if he really had no time. Otherwise, it is usher to lechatchila leave something for bein hashmoshes task ananju to do. <coughs> Or to do any derabanan. Um, says the Ramah now, Hagot, called Avashasa Lomalaini Yudila Sosa Bishabis, also Lirmos Lola Soso. The same way that there's an Isra of Amira Lenachri on Shabbos, there's an, an Isra of a remise of hinting to him. Avul Mutter Lirmos Lola says Malacha after Shabbos, but Chazal didn't ask her hinting to him to do Malacha after Shabbos. Um, so the same thing. You're not allowed to. Uh, um, you're not allowed to tell him something, where it'll become obvious from that that you want him to do malacha, uh, some kind of sign language. For example, what was known in those days was that uh, their lamps would often get uh, they end, end up getting like charcoal sitting at the top of it, ash, and you needed someone to go and push it away so it would burn better. So what they used to say to the uh, to the nachri. They used to say, um, clean your nose. And he understood what that meant. So that would be considered an amira. Whereas it would be mutter to be maramis to him in a way that, uh, that you're not mentioning the malacha. For example, there's no isaramiza if you say, oh, it's not burning very well. Or I can't, uh, I can't read very well by it. Now all of this was regard to the isar amira. There's no isar of amira if it's remiza shaloka derech However, there's still an Isra Hanol whenever a non-Jew does something for a Yid, unless um, we're talking about an insignificant Hanol, in which case a Jew won't be tempted to ask the, the non-Jew to do it. For example, take the case of the lamp, where it's got ash there, so it isn't burning as bright, but it's burning. You could have learned by that light anyway. Now you can learn much better. There's less of an eye strain. The halacha there is that there's no Isra Hanol, and if you do it, shalom, kederach tzivoy, it's mutter, so you're allowed to say it's difficult for me to read. Further, Enem Yehudim Shamavim Tvua Beshabas the Yisrael Shachayavim Lehem. Ananju owes a yid um, grain, so what he, what he does is he delivers it on Shabbos. Vayisrael Nosen Lo Maftecha Lo Otsro, the yid will give him the key to his storehouse. And the non-Jew goes and puts it in there. Umoded in umon, and the non-Jews are measuring and counting. Yes, Misha Matur, Mishum, the any Yehudi b'Malachas Atzma Osik, Veinoshal Yisrael, because the Jew is not Kona the Tvuah until afterwards. So right now, the non-Jew is doing Malach in his own things. And later, the Jew will make a Cheshbon with him. Non-Jews are making cheese, and it's a question of being a mashkiach over it. 
And it's known that Jews are going to buy this cheese only. What he's dreaming about is his money. Even though the non-Jew knows the Jew comes there week after week, and the Jew is going to make sure that it's bought. Nevertheless, since it belongs to the non-Jew, there is no problem. Um, that's why uh, the the halacha is even if a non-Jew uh, owes a Jew money, and as a result of it, it's clear that he's making cheese for him. But the Jew wasn't it yet. The halach is that it is mutter, even if the Jew is only there on Shabbos, and he only works on Shabbos. Meaning the non-Jew is only making the cheese on Shabbos, it's still mutter. Now, um, the uh, Mishtabur brings down the tiltul muktza by way of a non-Jew, is a shvus to shvus, and it's only mutter b'makam mitzvah. The truth is that we saw before that shalob ifnei am ha'aretz, it is, there's never an Isra of Amir Liakum on Tiltul Mukta, because there's always a way of doing it Beheter, Tiltul Begufo, and so on. Since there's always a way of doing it Beheter, it doesn't become Osir if it's done Be Isr. Um, also, if a non Jew walks into a Jewish home carrying his own objects, the Jew can tell him where to put them because they belong to the non Jew. So long as they're the non Jew's objects, you're allowed to tell him where to put them down. With this, uh, we arrive at Simen Shin Ches, the halachis of Dvarma Mutarm Vasurm Letaltel Beshabis, commonly known as Mukta. And Mishtabur gives us a Hagdama, and perhaps there's a need for a uh, slight Hagdama uh, before the Mishtabur is Hagdama. And that is that the Yisod of Mukta, to begin with, is a Yisod that really has very little to do with carrying. The halacha is that on Shabbos, anything that is Eno Minhamuchon, Something that does not naturally stand to be used on Shabbos, it is also for you to use on Shabbos, because if you do, it's as if you are creating within it a new usage, Shabbos use. This is something that was not really standing for, for Shabbos use. By using it on Shabbos, you're giving it its hachona. You're making it usable for Shabbos. There's a machlokas, Reb Shimon and Reb Yehuda all over Shas. What makes something muhan? Reb Shimon holds anything is muhan unless there was some act of making it non-muhan. And Rabbi Yehuda holds the other way around. Unless you're making things, the, the, the stam thing is, uh, uh, or most stam things end up uh, being enom in muhan because you wouldn't have thought of using them on Shabbos. Talach is like Reb Shimon. That's with regard to use. Something that has no use whatsoever, it seems that that was usher to be carried that was an Isser, uh, it was also to be moved, that was an Isser Tiltal that is an old Gzeira. The Archa Shulchan points it out, the Gemara tells us that when Dovin HaMelech was Nifter, so Shlomo HaMelech made mention of the fact that it was also to move him. So you see that already in the days of Dovin and Shlomo, there was an Isser of moving something that didn't have a use. Now, aside from that, we learn the Gemara Darshan's the Psukim, that Nechemya, saw that there was rampant Chil Shabbos, they were doing their commerce, so he went and he warned them, and he warned them, and then finally they stopped coming on Shabbos. What happened? So the Gemara says, he made a gzera, and he said, everything, you cannot move anything on Shabbos except for basic eating utensils. Later, as he saw that it caught on, and people were not being Machal Shabbos, he lifted that gzera, and did it gradually, until we arrived at the level of the Yisr Tiltal that we have today. So the Zamachlokas we've shown him how to learn up that parsha. When Nehemiah made his Isr Tiltal, 
if people were really blatantly being over on Chil Shabbos, then how, when he made his gzera, would they listen to him? If they're not afraid of an Isra Skila, why should they be afraid of the Isra of Nechemiah? So the Rambam seems to be learning Pshat in it by saying why Chazal made an Isra of Tiltul. He says either um, because the same way the Pasik says that Shalote Helucha B'Shabbos Kilucha B'Chol, you don't walk on Shabbos the way, the way you do you don't walk the same way that you do all week long. You're not supposed to take big steps or run. So many other things that we're not allowed to do on Shabbos because they take away from the spirit of Shabbos. So certainly Chazal do not want us moving things around on Shabbos the way we do all week. Second of all, you'll come to Malacha. And third of all, there are people that don't, don't work all week. The only way that Shabbos becomes nicker is through the Yisra of Muktzah. The Ravid learns that it was Xera Otto carrying. In other words, it wasn't that there was blatant Chil Shabbos in Yerushalayim the way the Pesach is describing it at the end of Yirmiyahu, at the end of uh, Nehemiah. What was going on was that people were coming Lidei Chil Shabbos by accident. They were ruining the spirit of Shabbos. So there Chazal went ahead, Nehemiah went ahead and made his Isr Tiltal. That Isr Tiltal is known as Muktzah because the Yisod is, you're not allowed to move on Shabbos anything that you didn't expect to move things that you only expected to move um, here and there because their essential use is Aser. You're allowed to move here and there. There are Heterim, but otherwise it's Aser. And then there are things that you expected to use in Shabbos, and they're not Muktza for Tiltal either. So, we now have this din of Muktza for Tiltal, which is really Nehemiah's Gzera of, uh, uh, of Kalim, um, that we came to prevent one or another form of Chil Shabbos. So the Mishnah Bura gives us the, the four, court, four categories of, of Muktzah. First, the, there are, are things that are Muktzah Machmas That is things that are set aside for Malacha. And you wouldn't dare use them for anything other than Malacha because you're afraid they're going to get ruined because they're expensive, they're sensitive, uh, they're delicate. Um, the next case is Muktzah Gufa, which means something that is not considered having a use altogether. Um, such as sticks and stones, dirt in the ground. So both of these categories are usur betiltal under all circumstances, meaning even though you're moving it because you need its place, you want to move it because you want to use the object, it will still be usur. Whereas the next category is a klisha malachtole isr, that is a keli whose normal use is for malacha, but you will also use it for non-malacha, such a keli, the halach is you can move it l'tzara gufo makomo, meaning you can use the object if you need it, you can use its plate, its place. You can move it in order to use its place. And the last category is something that is a klisha malachto laheter, however, it is a bosis l'davaraser, at the beginning of Shabbos, you had on it something that was muktzah, where it therefore remains muktzah the, the entire Shabbos. That is the basic yesod, and we'll see the details in Shinches.